What? Hold on. I'll look back to you soon. Here, he'll do it right now. <laughs> to uh food wise for thanksgiving what's uh what's the one that's gonna you know really do it for you my wife my wife makes homemade macaroni and cheese it is uh there's nothing in it that's good for you Word. except for your soul Ooh. um yeah so it's got like 79 different kinds of cheeses how many all- souls are in it though <laughs> there is a sacrifice that happens beforehand <laughs> Mm. Um, but no, so it's, uh, it's uh, 79 is probably a little high, but it's kind of like four or five and, um, <laughs> but it's a whole big trade. My, my kids ask for it every year, yeah. for every different holiday. It's like, it's Easter. We need to have macaroni and cheese. Like Easter bunny didn't bring macaroni and cheese to Jesus Christ. No. Cause Jesus Christ didn't know about, um, Red culture cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that's the, that's ultimately, but we don't okay. actually do turkey. So that's, you don't do turkey. Why, everyone else thinks that's pretty weird, right? Uh, actually it's not being from the South. We do almost every meat so we have turkey ham but you still do turkey. chicken hen yeah. ribs brisket we do it all so yeah, you're saying you don't do turkey this is though. a one holiday where you should have turkey right it's uh-huh. called uh, turkey day right turkey yeah. day and all that stuff right yeah. so what do you have instead a ham okay that's fine so that's, I mean, yeah. we're, not, we're not crazy as vegan people yeah. anymore, like <laughs> so, um but the the it's weird christmas you can get away with a ham easter yes. obviously a ham i think that's kind of traditional um but Thanksgiving should be a turkey. My wife, who does all the cooking, my wife says she ain't spending six hours cooking a turkey. So you know what we're not having? Turkey, turkey. Well, if so, you decide to buy an already cooked turkey, I'm not ready to give up on that culture. <laughs> okay. So I'm just saying, like, are you like, hey, my wife's not cooking it. Can I give you money to cook one for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I pay somebody yeah. to bring somebody else's food into my house? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Captain. That no. happens every day. It's called Captain. It's called no, Captain. Captain. Oh, Captain. I thought you called him Kevin. Yeah, it's Kevin. Same, <laughs> same way as fast food, yeah. delivery Ke- food. Kelsey's name was too ethnic for me. So he's <laughs> all, now, you're, now you're Kevin, Kevin now. now. I'm like, Kelsey, no, no, no. I don't like that shit. Too Kelsey. <laughs> what about you, Tashina? What are you looking forward to this year? Um, I don't know. I guess I have been in charge of the... Sweet potatoes for the last like Boom. three or four years. That's good. Because mm. I make them yeah. like myself, and I mix bananas and Ooh, oh. honey into bananas. them. Bananas. Oh, and it, wow. it has this like pecan mm. crumble topping, topping on on the top. Okay. It's really, okay. It's really good. Wh- when are you eating on Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> that is in- that's kind of incredible. Because yeah. I was thought you're gonna go with like you know the butter and the, the marshmallows and that, no that no route. no that... because nobody in my house likes marshmallows. Words. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sounds kind of fantastic. Yeah, yeah. and I make slow cooker mashed potatoes, which is the hands down best way to make mashed potatoes. Ah, uh, I don't know. See, what I'm looking forward to is my mashed potatoes. I uh, I make them with cream cheese. And, what? Uh, oh, you don't even oh, know. Yeah. I know I don't know. That's what I said. What? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the way to do it. What? Yeah, cream cheese and mashed potatoes makes them perfectly fluffy. You don't need the extra salt in there because it already gives it the flavor. Sounds like my shit thick though. Oh, it's thick. Oh, it, yeah, it's creamy. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's gonna stick to the side of your your your, your body all over mm-hmm. and make you a better person. But it's not tart? No. You don't put like sour cream I on put, top of it again? You can put sour cream in it. What I do is I put cheese in it. Kind of like I'm making a big baked potato. So and, you put uh, cream cheese and, and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> of course. It's Thanksgiving. How much garlic? No, what? 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 Hmm? Huh? <laughs> Who said garlic? I said garlic. And then, and then I'll Man put um, scallions in there. <laughs> oh, Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that way, like you know, kind of blends out. That's right. And that's that's my favorite thing that I make. Uh, you're doing that this year? Oh yeah, I do it every year. Okay. 
I do it for Christmas, do it for Thanksgiving, do it for my mom's birthday, because she's like, I just want those. And Does Drundar do Thanksgiving? We used to do a Friendsgiving. Um, that got a little out of hand, although last year we had people over. And out of hand, thought, so. They thought it was going to be like a, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving where we gave them toast and jelly beans, and, you know, <laughs> they show up. Why and, did they think and that? And he made duck, and it was like this beautiful spread. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Is that contagious? I don't know. <laughs> you looked at me when you burped. That was crazy. I didn't mean to. I like, used my eyesight. <laughs> it came inside me and left just as quickly. <laughs> um, I made the potatoes. We had a whole bunch of veggies, a bunch of homemade breads, um, pudding, pies. Meat. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. All over. And uh, everyone's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's Thanksgiving. Welcome. <laughs> Why did they think they were getting toast and jelly beans? <laughs> because we live in a Muppet type house. And, and everyone, everyone who comes in goes, this is kind of all over the place. There's no way they're going to make us a good Thanksgiving. But we knocked it out of the fucking park. We had all sorts of beers, liquors, and champagnes. And we're just so like, yeah. my question, how did it get out of control? What was, yeah, what was our control? Yeah, because that because sounds they like... they had beers, liquors, and champagnes. Well, that sounds like a good-ass time. Yeah, so well, what, yeah. That's, the, that's why it got out of control, because a lot of people are like, oh, we don't, we don't have to bring anything, let's just show up for Friendsgiving. And it ends up being a lot. Okay, well, did you tell them they needed to bring something? We, we, we encouraged everyone to bring something. And, Keywords and, encouraged. And, and, you know, no, you gotta be like, no, nah, nigga, we, you gotta bring some shit. We had a lot of... Um, <laughs> Those uh, sweet uh, Hawaiian rolls uh, everyone yeah. brought, but that's all anyone brought. So we just had a stack for a while of that. The Hawaiian rolls. That doesn't yeah. sound like a problem to me at all. It's not until you realize your waistline is getting bigger. And you're I just don't have that problem. Italian roll or Hawaiian rolls. Everyone's taking a nap yeah, in the living yeah, room. Yeah, right. You hear this We're like, oh, today's been a weird day. Kelsey's like, not for me. <laughs> shit, man. Everyone else is having a hey, day. Like shit. You need, you need one of those to let you know. Oh place. What are you looking forward to, Kels? Shit, Thursdays, man. Just in general, yeah, Thursdays. Living, living, is breathing. Captain D's open on Thanksgiving? Hell nah. nah it better <laughs> not be. That show would have my black ass in there. But um, no, nah, I guess, like, you know, another day on earth. It's always a um, time to be thankful for. It's a pretty low standard. Yeah. yeah. Good. Hey, you got to start low so you can just build your way up, man, because life will get you down. Nah, I, th- I, think, I think of it as <laughs> the world is ending. We're, all, we're not going to make it another 50 years, so I'm excited for certain things all the time. Exactly. <laughs> you know, um, just not having to work, just hanging out, friends, family. Eating, I guess, if anything, um, I'm a dressing per- person. Um, if you don't know what dressing oh, is, yeah. it's um, black stuffing. We don't have stuffing in the South. In most black households, we call it dressing. We make it completely separate, <laughs> and it tastes nothing like your traditional dressings. And it's baller. And that, and a can of cranberry sauce. Can I find out more about this on Black Twitter? No, you can find that out through black people. It lets me know that you don't have many of a black friend. You're not talking about real people, that. are you? You have yeah. to talk? <laughs> yes. But no, right. I'm a cranberry dressing guy, so I can just sit down, eat a pan of that, and a can of cranberry sauce to myself, a little light gravy. So, yeah, that's always my highlight of my Thanksgiving. Dang. All right, let's go ahead and <laughs> jump into our Thanksgiving episode. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Escaping Podcast. The best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. And by everything in between, he means those centimeters that are slowly diminishing in between your belly and your waistband. It is our Thanksgiving episode. We're getting ready gobble, to gobble. Eat, eat a bunch, gobble it up, and spew it back at you in podcast format. I am Daniel. As always, to my left, I've got... Kells for show, a.k.a. The Holiness, a.k.a. TGIF. Thank God I'm fly. And across from him, there's this fellow who's never ready. I tell you what, today I'm a little bit ready in that my name is officially Mr. Swint. Ew. As, as opposed to <laughs> uh, Lieutenant Colonel Swint. Oh! Okay, okay. So today I actually got out of the Army. 
Wow. Is that congratulations? I said it's on purpose. I want to believe congratulations. So there you go. Not quite as... It's fly, but it is pretty fly for a white guy. Yes. Right. Oh, I see what you did there. You see what I did? Yeah. yeah. Turn around. Me. Sitting next to him, <laughs> joining us is our new social media manager. She's fantastic. You've heard of her. You've probably seen her on billboards across America. What's her name? Hi, I'm Tashina. Hey, Tashina, welcome back. Newest and shiniest member. That's it's true. So shiny. Somehow we got her to come back and work with us after our last... Uh, <laughs> episode with her. Don't you keep bringing it up? It's not a good memory. No, but that's why we have to remember. <laughs> okay. It's like it's like when the Christ child died. We must always remember. It's like Holocaust memorials is what it's like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Growing up Jewish, let me tell you, my parents took us there instead of Disneyland, and that's a whole weird experience. Where they're like, at least you didn't have to go through this Holocaust land, Holocaust museums. Wow. Are there characters walking around? Okay. No, no, it's sad. Now they're a blonde around. You, you, get, you get a picture yeah. of a child. You get like a little card, and then you follow what are you through. You're talking about in DC. No, I'm talking about in L.A. Oh. They're all over, man. We all are remember. They? Anyways, let's talk about things that are on the opposite spectrum of that. Things we're thankful for. And I swear to God, TJ, if you say you're thankful for the Holocaust, I'm going to flip actually, the fucking table. Actually, I was low-key going to say that because everything that happens needed to happen for us to be here right Hot take. We just lost 600 <laughs> likes on Facebook. I'm just saying, like, no, it was bad and all, but that's a given. I'm just saying. So, Thanksgiving, <laughs> a time to eat, a time about appropriating culture, a time where we took from the Native Americans and gave them just disease-ridden blankets, yeah. yes. and then when they tried to make the trade back, we said, ah, don't be an Indian giver. It's a whole messed up time. But in that time, we get to meet up with our families or our families that we've made and talk about what we're thankful for. Guys, what are you thankful for in geekdom? Man, all kinds of stuff. Jesus Christ. What a, I mean, geekdom's a little bit of a broad area, yeah. but I tell you. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Wow. I mean, I'll tell you that overall, I'm extraordinarily thankful that that the superhero genre in both movies, television, everywhere, and now comic books is, is mainstream. I, I'd like to say I'm personally, uh, and I know you guys like to dog on this, uh, you know, every week in and out, but I'm just thankful for a world where these movies exist, be it yeah. uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine or Green Lantern or Batman Begins or any of those. Personally, I know you guys hate it, but, you know, I'm thankful for I'm all of this. I'm in bizarre world over here. <laughs> <laughs> so you're thankful for Batman vs. Superman? Oh, you know, you know I'm, just, I'm just glad that we got a chance to see it. I personally... A world where that exists is a world I'm happy to be in. Oh, like when you had Woody Harrison with the carnage where you're in. That's fantastic. That is pretty cool. <laughs> I did like that. That was my TJ impersonation. <laughs> pretty good. I mean, yeah, the surge in uh, popularity when it comes to, um, you know, anything that's even adjacent to superhero genre is mm-hmm. amazing, too. I mean, you've got, um, like, these kind of, you know, cross... Uh, genre mm-hmm. properties like Stranger Things or oh, yeah. where you've got like girls with or you know people with superpowers and yeah, you know yeah. this like overarching sci-fi element or like Super 8 you know Super 8 really did that change was underrated too. too that was completely that was a cool mo- movie I like that shit a lot yeah that did just kind of come and go yeah it's like, it a great film well, yeah. and, and it's like uh, one of the things I love about that the same with Rogue One is there's no big romance element to it exactly. the most romantic it got was when the kids held hands at the end and with That's Rogue One they weren't gonna fall in love instead they're like ah well we're fucking dead give me a hug mm-hmm. here's how I'm going because most people that. live their whole lives without being loved so it's easy to relate to that story. Depressing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the holidays, folks. Yes. Kelsey, what are you thankful for in, in, in Geekdom? Oh. Let's start small uh, comic books. Oh, we want, okay, we're going to go to comics. So this year, I would say, like, the thing 
I'm most thankful for in comic books would be Jason Aaron's run on Thor. It is coming to really? a thunderous end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about? Okay. Yeah. So, um, and one of the main reasons I love it so much because he captured the mythology of Thor. He took what was done beforehand and added to that to make it his own thing. And he also brought us some of my favorite moments in comic books. Like you have Thor wielding two hammers mm-hmm. when he was fighting Gore and trying to stop the God Bomb from going off. Gore. And Gore's back. Gore as a character is amazing. Gore was right, and Gore's Gore back. Gore was right. Exactly. And then we get like young Thor teaming up with modern Thor, teaming with old King Thor. Teaming up with granddaughter's Thor. With the, the, they are amazing. <laughs> the daughters of the storm. The daughters of the storm. God and, damn, they're so cool. Exactly. And then you also get with uh, old King Thor in the future, we get old man Phoenix, mm-hmm. Wolverine with the Phoenix Force at the it's end of right. time. Damn, him and King old, thing, uh, old King Thor fight. And right when they are done being the shit out of each other, guess who pops up? Doom Supreme Doom? with the Eye of Agamotto, <laughs> the Iron Fist, the Star Brand, everything else in the Cosmo that was just laying around. And, and Thor had to fight him with the spirit of the Phoenix Force inside his hammer for untold years. Man, and I just want to make sure that you know you're on record as saying that you like the Phoenix Wolverine with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. He didn't have the Infinity Gauntlet. Isn't that the same? Oh, I'm sorry. Similar book going on at the same time with Wolverine is on the Infinity um, Watch. Yes, During Infinity Wars. But, yeah, but, yes, uh, Wolverine, old man with the Phoenix Force. It makes sense. The Phoenix, the connection to the X-Men, to Jean Grey, all that connecting. And he's always like one of the um, only heroes surviving in most alternate yeah. futures. And just seeing Wolverine just there... With that, in the, like, the Shogun, Asian-inspired outfit, which goes back into his history of being a ninja and things of that nature. So he's, once again, a ronin of the spaceways. Absolutely. I'll tie, I'll tie in with you there, Kels. I, it's a little bit longer than just this last year, but I'm ex- I am excited that X-Men are back forefront oh, in, in the comic yes. series. Oh, not, hail Hickman. Well, the the, yes. the H- Hickman run is fabulous. Um, and then all the, the Dawn of X titles that are coming out. But I'm just just talking about even previously. I there was, a, there was a period of time where there were enough signals in the industry, there was oh enough God. plot points to indicate that maybe X-Men were going away. And m- mutants in general, maybe going to Pocket Universe somewhere else, and then, then they didn't. And, thank God. and it was gross because the Inhumans flopped, just like that TV yeah. series. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> It was all business. That was gross about the whole they're, thing. They're too. Not put together I did well. try to watch the Inhumans, but I did watch it, and <sighs> I wish I didn't. You yeah. cannot get Medusa's mm, hair right. It's no, not possible. No. You can. Yes, you can. Oh, yeah, you can you absolutely can. do it, but it's going to take a lot. You can if you want to. There's a wheel in a way. Like we have the Hulk looking real. We have all these other characters in Days of uh, Future Past. Iceman looked like Iceman. Mm-hmm. You have all these characters. You have Sorter. You have Hela with her shit growing the swords. I mean, that seems like the kind of thing though that they would have improved upon if the Inhumans had taken off. Exactly, oh, yeah, they, the budget would've. wasn't there for them because they didn't care. Because yeah. Feige didn't have anything to do with it. Just like with Aquaman, they had to do special use special technology to get their hair on the water. You can use that same technology. Apply it to Medusa. Yeah, but you're, ta- you're, get the you're talking about done. movies with like five hundred million dollars. Sure, right. yes. that's, but that's the difference. To be so. fair, it, it also looked like they had the wig that they were going to use to animate on her, yes. and then didn't animate it exactly, and they just left it alone. Yeah, it, so it, it was ridiculous. Tashina, what about you? What's uh, what's something that you're thinking for in uh, the comic realm of? Uh, uh, I'm gonna go like totally different from anybody I know. And say Shade the Changing Girl. Awesome. That was uh, the return of Shade as a character, right? It was. Um, it was part of the Young Animal imprint which uh, from DC, which was um, where... 
what's his name? Shade the Changing Man. No. <laughs> um, from My Chemical Romance. Oh, Gerard oh, Way. Gerard yes. Way, thank you. Okay. Yes, um, that was where he was kind of taking over publishing mm-hmm. and curating these books. So we had like um, right. Cave, the, Cave Carson, Cave Carson. And <laughs> Inter- Interstellar Eye. And, Which was underrated and weird and fantastic. Um, Doom Patrol came back. Mm. And, and Gerard Way headed that one too. Yeah, I mean, it, there were all kinds of different imprints and... Shade the Changing Girl was one that, that had come out along with that wave and uh, started about the same time that I started working here and getting into comics, you know, a lot more deeply. And um, I just, I'm in the minority because it is it has a very small demographic, mm-hmm. but I hit that perfectly and um, have just loved the character ever since. I love Cecile Castellucci, who wrote it, um, Marley Zarcone, who draws it, has a great art style that fits that super psychedelic yeah, yeah. madness Because it realm. is a weird book. It, it, it's, it is. It's, it's not something totally you pick weird. up casually. No, but it, um, the emotional quality, because basically what happens is that um, Shade is, it, she's not really, it's not really Shade from the original series that is in this book. It's a, an alien from a different species who mm. finds the madness coat that Rack Shade used to use, to, that gave, gave him his superpowers, and she has come to Earth, which she's always idolized, and mm-hmm. um, starts to use the madness, and she takes over the, the body of a teenage girl, and it's just weird. It's so well written in that alienated feeling. Right, right. Um, where, you know, you're a teen, and you have no idea who you are or who you are going to become, mm. and you're trying to find how to fit into this society that you don't really know anything about, and... It's okay. just, it's, it was very relatable for me. That's just that's just really cool when a small niche uh, product like that, or mm-hmm. a, uh, well, yeah, a title like that meets a small demographic. Like that, that's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit tragic though because you know it's probably not going to have the support to keep going. Is that it no. finished though? It did oh, okay. finish. Oh, they yeah. finished. It didn't it get canceled. Well, okay, that's good. It. Uh, I mean, it, they did shade the changing girl, and then they changed it over to shade the changing woman. Yes. And they oh, okay. they finished that story arc. They were always meant to be short stories, anyways. So. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Cool. That's what's up? For me, um, I I want to talk about the independent side of books. And I mean, I'm happy with what's going on with Marvel. I'm super happy with DC going into the future and focusing on that. But god damn it, every time there's a new book out that only goes to a few different people, and only you know some maybe a hundred people will pick it up in the grand scheme of things. I love that shit because it's telling its own unique story. One of the ones that I just picked up was uh, Heart Attack, which was our featured book last week. And um, man, that's dealing with some social issues on a very small level in the same way like the X-Men, the people with powers, whether they are uh, violent or not, they're different. So then there's a a variant uh, peacekeeping force that are just beating these people on the streets. There's other people who are abusing, um, maybe not abusing, that's not the right word, but taking advantage of... Uh, broadcasting about it and speaking out on it and they mm-hmm. get like network reviews and they stop being a voice for the people and instead turn into a voice for money while using that same face. I love that shit. I want more stories like that. Word. Is so, that the first issue of Heart mm-hmm. Attack? Okay. So, so you got all, I'm off all TJ, you got all that in the first issue? Oh yeah. Okay. It, it did a really good job of not um, doing over exposition mm-hmm. but letting you see, okay, here's a character someone else mentioned. Here's them now, and they're this person on TV. They're a personality. They're also kind of a skeezy guy. But then there's this lady <laughs> who's trying to make you know her her network brand bigger, but also trying to help the people. And uh, so, just, I, I'm excited to see what happens. So there's no question that it's a great book. Mm-hmm. Um, but why are you thankful it's here? 
I'm thankful it's here because you don't see that kind of narrative in uh, okay. mainstream stuff. No. Okay. For that, you have to go with, okay, well, here's a, here's a strong storyline that Night, Night, uh, Nightwing is going to be a part okay. of. But, oh, you know what? It's Year of the Villains, so we got to kind of pump the brakes on that and oh. do all of our tie-ins. Okay. The tie-in okay. and, and event with these ones, intrusions. it's more like, <laughs> no, I'm just going to tell my story. I don't have to tie into a larger universe. Well, I mean, the, the, when you have characters that you already know, you have to. it's impossible to kind of destroy everything you ever knew about Nightwing and... And be able to read a, a, a new right. story, no matter how well written it is. <laughs> yeah, you're already preconceived notions about how this story should play out, or you know what Nightwing should be doing. Exactly. Or how you should go DC Black Label and just you know put it all out there. <laughs> I'm not anything else we've ever The only Nightwing we saw in Black Label damned was a dick, but not him. Really, and it's uh, hard it was to act like you don't know dick mm-hmm. about dick. Uh, <laughs> and one of that's one of the things too. I've grown more to be thankful for. If um, branching out to like Image and other labels outside of the bit too, we don't have to worry about storylines mm-hmm. just stopping for an event tie-in and trying to pick back up, or that story might not even go back to where it's headed because an event happened and everything changed once again. Right, and yeah. I'm starting to get that kind of event fatigue with these bigger uh, with Marvel yes. and DC. It's just like once yeah. one is done, yeah. it only existed to set up the next one, which only exists to validate one that happened before, which only exists to further that in a whole new series. Or slightly and- askew things to make it closer to right, the movies. Right, right, right. <laughs> As we've discussed before in a previous podcast, you know, wicked big change and then not such a big change. Yeah, you, know, yeah, so. you know what property has been doing that, or what you know, series I guess has been doing that really, really well. That's independent is Black Hammer. Yes, they you know they have their main story. They have all these like spinoffs and mm. and like tie-ins, but um, and for the most part, they're all pretty quality. Mm-hmm. And it's not. I mean, they end one story arc and they start another, and it's a totally different like mini series or limited series. And yeah. It's just really well thought out. They're new enough and individual enough mm-hmm. to be able to jump around and not have it matter to the overall story or plot. It, it, it It's like events, but events that mean something. Exactly. And instead of like, oh, this will change the universe forever, it doesn't change the universe forever. It changes the characters and then throws them yeah. into an alt-universe <laughs> right. where they have to exist right. and do their thing. Yeah. It's, it's one of the reasons why I love The Good Place. Yeah, it's the same four characters you're following, or six if you count Janet and Michael, but sure. it's just changing the situation around them. They are still fundamentally those characters, and they have to adapt and learn, and I love that shit. Yeah, and they give a reason for them to go back to who they were because mm-hmm. they can reset it. So it's like, all right, now I understand why <laughs> they lost all that character present progression but then they get to evolve again but mm-hmm. then in a different path but then you can also see how they all get back to the same it's good great place. yeah like, <laughs> i mean i mean there's something to be said and this is the last part of good good, good place i'll get on oh but, i did watch the last oh, episode so with the note mm. oh, that had me like, oh, i got real is, emotional there's no I answer there is but eleanor no is the answer, answer. and my heart just melts and then it's like oh we'll be back in january white vagina Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I love the whole uh cheaty and eleanor thing because every season like we found each other again we always find each other we'll do it again and don't we worry and i'll reset this bitch again and then we'll do it all over we'll get back there but Let's go into, speaking of the good place, let's go into the TV aspect of what we're thankful for. Because TV has boomed in geeky ways and a lot of ways, including things like Happy, which didn't reach a lot of people because it was on sci-fi. Did you watch it? I did. I was it good? It was good. I didn't even know about it till now. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of these books, a lot of these properties that are being optioned for TV shows. 
and people don't know until they come in, oh my god, I just watched that. Was that a comic book before? Was it a, you know... I know, it's amazing how many people don't realize that The Walking Dead was a comic it's before ridiculous. it was a TV show. Oh, it, it makes oh, sense. No. The only reason I knew it was a comic because I was in the comments, you know, being right, on right. websites, yeah. I knew that was coming. But at the same token, like, I don't blame him, but, like, I'm glad you came in. Now let us educate you with exactly. the source. I, it sure. opens the door. I was one of them that didn't know that until, like, after the first episode. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm literally on, on IMDb going, oh, Walking Dead, this is bitching. Fuck, this is, like, 25 <laughs> volumes. Because right, so. when people think comic books, they think superheroes and tights. They don't think zombies right. and everything else. Like, comics are just stories. The most popular ones just have to be the most. And, and you had only seen the first episode of Walking Dead before finding out it was a volume. Yeah. Negan was nowhere near what you're, where you thought the show was going to go, I bet. Oh, no, no. Not at all. No, I, And I had been, I just happened to be at the time into zombies, and I'd read all kinds of oh, other man. novels and independent movies and all kinds of stuff about zombies, and it was pretty awesome. And I liked it. it pretty held pretty well to the zombie genre itself but, mm-hmm. you know physics applied there were some realities right, involved right. Um, and so I was really interested then I yeah saw it as a comic book right away hmm. um, for me personally right now um, the biggest blessing in my life when it comes to TV <laughs> speak your truth is his Dark Materials on HBO oh um, I ain't started that yeah I want to binge it I you mean the Golden Compass uh, TV show the series I like the well, movie because I didn't read the book. pretty much I, I mean it's called His Dark Materials <laughs> Um, I mean, it's just like, I have always loved this series passionately. Yeah. Mm. Um, I read it, you know, I was at the intended age range for this, uh, book series and there is a comic book of the golden compass, but it Ooh. like sold and went out of print almost. Right. It's still a Daniel Craig golden compass thing, right? No. Well, yes. <laughs> Ooh, I saw the rage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes, but no. Pounced on me like a spider monkey. Same property, but totally different. Um, Because this one is so well done. I mean, we're talking about a a network that uh, is fresh off the heels of producing Game of Thrones. Right. Thrones. And, you know, so they have the ability to produce a high quality version of this story. And. Which is what you want when yeah. people take these kinds of, yeah. you know, you don't want it to be an NBC show. Mm-hmm. I've Whoa. waited and waited and waited. What are, what are the conditions under which you would like it to be, like an NBC show? Is it? I need Kramer noises. I need... <laughs> the cape, baby. <laughs> the cape will never come back, See, and I'm so sorry. There's a comic book called The Cape. That's the first thing I thought of. That, that's what it's based off of. <laughs> Are you lying? Or are you telling no, me? No, it's... It's based on the TV series? What, the the other way series? around. Oh, it was a comic book first? And we're right there. Full circle. Full circle. No, no, you're not bullshitting me, right? I'm not bullshitting you. It's about a dude that found some carnies in the sewer and learned how to use his cape. To, to Joe feed. Hill did that. Yo, that's hilarious. Six seasons in a movie, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um... It, the reason why you'll never see a show like this on NBC mm-hmm. is because it has it is so like uh, controversial because it basically I mean it deals with polar bears. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're white, you know. I know, but actually, if you shave your skin, they're black. They got black skin, skin underneath. Yeah. Aren't we all? Though? We all. Yeah. Have. We all come from Africa. Not 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 the polar bears. <laughs> um, 
it just deals a lot with you know church and heresy yeah. and what is a soul and what is sin and where does sin come from and originate oh, and shit. Adam and Eve and well, you know it, they eventually end up killing oh, God and that's no. one of the reasons why my mom wouldn't let me watch the Golden Compass. Because she saw the polar bears, and Narnia had just come out like a year before the the movie, and not Narnia the book. Is super Christian, yeah. And Narnia is an allegory for Christ, you know. And um, I'm like, let's go see this. And she read the reviews, and she's like, they kill God, and those children, those children are going to hell. Yeah, it didn't. It, that doesn't come until until you know much much later in the series, but. It doesn't, yeah, it's um, not it, premature. I mean, the HBO series is doing a fantastic job. Casting is great. Production is great. Special effects are amazing. Word. I mean, I'm so completely blown away. Well, so. And it's like how we hear, we've been hearing for a while that Sandman is going to get to debut as a TV show uh, on Netflix now. But I think TV had to get to a point here where we're able to flesh out these stories and it's better than just, oh, here's a two-hour movie. There's the first uh, five volumes. That's bullshit. <laughs> And they needed um, a company to need the IP, too, because now that Netflix is losing all the Disney shit, they're going to be using, losing all the Warner shit. They got to find some more shit <laughs> <laughs> to add up, the ta- uh, add up into um, TV series. And now that they have the money for the production and mm-hmm. Sandman, like most of the things that we love in geek culture, you can't tell the story right or do it justice no. in, like you said, two and a half hours. We need a series. We need seasons. And you already... More or less have the worth draft of the beginning, middle, and end. So if you want to go your different route, you can. And if you want to set up spinoffs and things of that nature, you already know the roadmap to do that. So with that kind of long-form story, Kelsey, uh, what TV show based off of geeky things are you most thankful for? Um, I got. I always got several, but right now I'm going to just go with the Titans on the DCU app. Because that boy Nightwing is about to get his costume finally in his last episode. And he's about to go toe-to-toe with Slade. Slade! Slade! And his mind manipulation. How does he do that stupid thumb trick? <laughs> you can't see it right now, but Daniel is dislocating his thumb. He's doing, uh, he's doing close-up magic on the podcast. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I only cut off my thumb. It's yes. fine. But um, Titans is um, great. It's definitely a step up from season one. Season one was just like it was. It was watchable. It was like, ugh. but they definitely took their time. They listened to the complaints. They corrected a lot of things. The characters evolving. The acting is better. The story is better. I'm not a fan of Sir Davros being Batman because he doesn't look like Bruce, but he acts like Bruce. He pulls it off. And um, and it's giving me something every Friday to look forward to, and it's delivering in this new interpretation of the Titans, and that's what I like to give me a different world. And even though we know the characters at the base of who they are, it's nice to see them be reconnected and connected into different ways to different people at the same time. Well, you also get those uh, those fun little Easter eggs, and you're the one that told me we get to see, even though you don't like, don't like Sir Davos as uh, Batman, he does the bat He does the bat in one episode when Dick went, goes what? to this... What? Hold on. That was a bat uh, uh, Here, he'll do it right now. <laughs> for the old Adam West with him and Robin... I think it was on some Once joke again, does. perfect for an audio so, medium. This is the, the John Travolta Pulp Fiction dance. Well, um, pre, prior, prior to that, to that it was Adam no, West. Adam West did it. 76. 66. Yeah, yeah. Probably 66. No. Were her hands more like this? Too? But, yeah, but, but his hands are like... Yeah, yeah cause I think they was under the influence like, of Poison Ivy. For those of you who can see Ivy. what we're doing. Yes. <laughs> Google Bat Tootsie. <laughs> and he does it, too. And if you didn't know... 
if you didn't know what that was as a fan, you're like, what is he doing on stage with these strippers? But being a fan of Adam West, that was my first Batman. And it was just like, oh, Batusi. I know that. I get that reference. And GJ, you were around when that reference came out because you were what, uh, young young age of thirty five? Yeah, thirty five, thirty seven. Yeah, right, um, that's right. Uh, right around the, the industrial revolution. <laughs> um, but uh, I had known nothing about the Batutsi. Fun uh, fact: I, I TJ talk- was a was a newsie <laughs> in the movie Newsies. <laughs> yeah, Christian right. Bale's character was based off him. I'm not nearly as limber as I was then. But, in the mechanics. Um, yeah, yeah, in the mechanics. Yeah, can't you tell? No. Uh, no. Um, no, but so what? What am I thankful for um, in uh, the television world? It's I am thankful for two things and afraid for probably the same thing. <laughs> okay. And so the two things I'm thankful for is uh, it's going to be weird, no, but um, I like get uh, weird Marvel Agents of Shield. You know what? And, I, and, I'll, and I'll tell you why. It has nothing to do with the actual show exactly, um, but what it did is it tied. Um, it tied Avengers and Civil War. All sure, these things sure, never sure. actually involved them, made oblique references to them. Nick like Flurry popping up here. Yeah. yeah. And so you had, a, you had a couple of folks who were never going to cross over into, into the actual MCU movies anyway. Um, but they were still there. It kept Agent Coulson alive. But the, what it really did is kept audiences at least a little bit interested. And at the time, it was about the only Marvel uh, television series that was on. Yeah. True that. Um, okay. So the second thing, and I think just about everybody on the planet is thankful for this, or they should be, is uh, Disney Plus. Oh. Um, thank you, Disney Plus. Thank I you. I appreciate it. I love it. Um, I have been watching nothing but Disney Plus for the past, like, well, for when did it come out? Last, well, week? Uh, last week and year. a half, two weeks yeah. ago. Last Tuesday. I, mean, I think I watched uh, every one of the Star Wars Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. Um, just got to rewatch them. You know, got to get myself you know, fresh. McClunky. Um And it was awesome showing my kids uh, they hadn't seen them. Uh, not really, all of them, or hadn't really paid attention before. They were too young, or something. Yeah. I, but you got to have that that moment of, hey, yeah. here's what I love. Watch them through. I got, yeah. they, they, and my nine year old goes goes, Dad, Jar Jar Binks an idiot, right? <laughs> said, yeah, yes. you're right. But I he also faced the um, same enemies we have today, big boomers. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> that was, that's what um, happens when you let Lucas do his own thing. Uh, but so so Disney Plus is also the thing that I'm a little bit afraid of. Not Disney Plus specifically, but. Um, we, if you ask this table here, what's your favorite television series? We come up with like half a dozen, and I haven't heard of any of them except for Titans. Um, and so you've never heard of Game of Thrones. I've heard of Game of Thrones. Is that what she's talking about? She's talking about some other weird Vampire Diaries, right? So the Walking Dead, like something the Yaya Sisterhood series or something, whatever it was. Yaya, some legit movies though. This is why he gets you the whiskey. So don't let him use it as a pass. No, but so what I'm afraid of is that there's going to be. Oh, this is the time I say, okay, boomer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Insert there. Here's the time I say, Google what a boomer is. I ain't one. Because he needs someone younger to operate the internet, so that way he can get to the boomers. See you what know, it is. You want know, you know, so they just bring it. Gen X is where you know where, where I am. No, I understand. My my dad hey, found out what hey, Urban Siri Dictionary into was his about Android that. phone. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> to my Android phone. All right. Uh, it doesn't work like that, right? Because it's an it's an iPhone Apple thing. That's what Siri is. Thanks. Write that down, folks. Okay. So, <laughs> So, I almost um, fell asleep right there. <laughs> so what I'm, what, almost. I'm, what I'm afraid of, though, is that we are producing way too many of these shows that people are just going to eventually stop being able to pay attention to them, and it's all oh, going to turn into white whoa. noise. And it's going to be something that that <laughs> subcult, the people that you know like Strange Brew and uh, what's that, uh, Buckaroo Banzai. You know, um, that's a white thing. It's old. I know. I haven't seen it because um, yeah, because it's old and white. Yeah, yeah. And well, like, I know a lot of white <laughs> shit. I pride myself on my white knowledge because yeah, I know you. But the bottles of salt flats, 
they're white too. Sure. Yeah, that's a secret. <laughs> and nothing but, says Thanksgiving podcast quite like a white man telling you who's white that it's in your life. That's right. Okay. But if you have a problem with that now, yeah. just wait until Disney starts giving us four to five. Forty-five? Four to five TV series on top of no, four agree. movies a year. Agreed. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just waiting for it. I can't wait. I'm so Have you excited. not seen the expanding universe with Kevin Feige? The fact that him talking yeah. about like this is what's going to set the groundwork and mm-hmm. introduce characters that we will see into the MCU mm-hmm. without having to have a movie about their background because we have a TV show. Yes. I think that's brilliant. Preach. Okay, so so going back to the first two things I was grateful for is that, yes, I'm thankful that all these are there, right? Because <laughs> I can pay attention to them. I know what they are. Right, right. right? But anybody else coming in, it, it's going to be... We're going to get to the point where it's going to be white noise. It's Fuck them, then. The, well, <laughs> you know, I'm here it's for this. Kind of the shit. same effect as, as what happens with comics that oh, sit yeah. on the rack when you have, you know, multiple Avengers titles and then you have multiple Wolverine titles. <sighs> and he's not on multiple, multiple on all the multiple Avengers. Where do you not, start? Not to mention multiple X Men titles. Oh yeah, and he's an or a newcomer. Too. It's impossible to know exactly yeah. where to start. What's important? What's good? That's I mean. True. That's why you benefit from coming to your local comic shop and talking <laughs> to your local comic nerd because they're the ones who can can direct you. You don't have to do all the research before you order something shitty on Amazon. Absolutely. Speaking of your local comic book shop, we're going to do this disclaimer a little oh, late in the game. <laughs> uh, we are recording at Escape Velocity Comics downtown. It is our yes, studio. It is our place of worship when it comes to all things escaping podcast. Uh, in no way, solitude. shape, or form does our opinion, belief, any of that shit reflect no. that of Escape Velocity nope. or its comics or its people or its lovers or its grandparents. Or the this uh, Thanksgiving season, be thankful that Escape Velocity and Escaping Podcast are two separate entities. Yes, sir. <laughs> Back to you, Daniel. Stop it, Daniel. Look at you. Let's don't eat you up. Don't eat you up. <laughs> so, I am thankful. I, I want. I'm, I'm thankful that we have a platform where we're going to see these stories yeah, get yeah, bigger. Yeah. Because I would like a TV show explaining She-Hulk. Explaining sure. Moon Knight, explaining Miss Marvel before they get thrown in the MCU, which Kevin Feige has already stated is going to happen afterwards. Exactly. I think it's perfect to have that kind of a campfire, different people telling stories. Yes. Well, so I guess my argument here is that if I can only watch so many shows because, mm-hmm. you know, I've got family or I've got to drive something, something like that. <laughs> a life. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Okay. Um, but if I can only watch so many shows, I'm only going to watch a few of these, you know, dozens that are on, mm-hmm. right? Now, there might be a market for every one of those out there, but probably not, to be truthful. So if if everybody's only watching a few of them, all these other cool ones that were kind of, oh, yeah, I really want to learn the backstory of that because I'm a nerd, right? And I'm on this podcast. Um, I'm not going to be able to because mm-hmm. it's going to quickly die out. It's not going to have the support. It's going to get, you know, raided off the, the network and, and dropped. Um, and so that's why I'm, that's why I'm afraid is that we're, we're pumping out so many of them that we're, uh, we're going to lose attention for any of them. And so we're only going to get the mainstream ones. I mean, everybody knows who Batman is. So let's, let's start up a Batman, um, you know, series. Great. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen though. What? Batman they tried series? that with Gotham and if they could have did a Batman series, they would have did one. Cause no, okay, if you so. got the Batman probably give us Bruce Wayne, not. Little Bruce. See, now yeah. we're at the point of the Thanksgiving dinner where everyone was having a good time and someone had to go and bring up something <laughs> shitty like Gotham. Yeah. Hey, I didn't, it's not my fault well, he brought up Batman. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> but it's not specifically about that. The, the point is, is, is somebody might watch WandaVision because they were pretty excited about you know, what happened. I'm going to watch game, the right? fuck out of WandaVision. Now, all, yes, all of us are, but aside from the four of us in this room, um, there's only four of us in the room, right, Daniel? Yes. Okay. Anyway. Sure. 
<laughs> but uh, no, but aside from that, I mean, the general population may not be so. Probably doesn't understand what WandaVision is going to be about. I will argue against that because okay. the Marvel Disney brand is what it is. Avengers Endgame is the gr- highest grossing movie of all time. Sure. And they're baking on Marvel. So if you already have the Disney Plus app, something Marvel pops up, you watch all the movies... You're going to watch this one. Doctor Strange made money. All these things are going to be making money. And they're going to make sure you know, hey, in between Black Widow and Eternals, that's what I'm mostly afraid yeah, of. But, hey, Loki's too. coming. Guess what? Loki's going to tie in this. And guess what's going to come after this? What if um, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? So I don't have no fear with that. It's just more like when we start getting into other people like the Moon Knights. And thing of that, I love way. Moon Knight. That, that, I love Moon Knight for well, years. Well, it's I not connected wait. to anybody like She Hulk. Oh, the Hulk. So she must be the female version. Let me check that out. Or Miss Marvel. I seen Captain Marvel. I can't wait for her to get in the movies to get Carol Danvers out here. But this is about. It's going to come down to casting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, it will come down to casting. Whether or not any of these shows get enough momentum at the very beginning in order to make the cut, basically. Well, also looking who they have as a showrunner. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's really important. The fact that we have John Favreau doing The Mandalorian Hell is yeah. very instrumental in why this exactly. is good. This is the same man that started the Iron Man series in, in, in essence, he the MCU. MCU. Hell yeah. But going with movies, let's switch gears to our last topic. What are y'all thankful for when it comes to movies? For me, I, aside from the superhero ones, I'm, I could watch those till I die. But I like the idea of more quirky elements coming into play in uh, more mainstream movies, or at least movies that are getting a chance to be more mainstream, if not right off the bat. You know what I mean? For example? For example, (laughs) um, let's go back a little bit. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Okay. Which set the groundwork for more of those kind of ridiculous, you just got to accept what's happening. Accurate to the source material. Accurate to the source material. Still based off of a comic book. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily superheroes, but... There are people Super around that world. have, you know, like uh, extra fighting abilities or something they like that. They turn the coins. Going with that, too. <laughs> There's an underrated movie called Tai Chi Zero where you think, okay, this guy's going to be like an Ip Man kind of character. He's going to go in. He's going to save the town. And as he's there squaring off against his, the first person he's supposed to fight, you get a versus sign between them. You get like little circles around his feet. And that was directly influenced by Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Hmm. We've also. Or, well, but the way, the, the way that it, the, it was shot, kind of very Edgar Wrighty, and even Edgar Wright movies are—I I can't wait to see what that man does. Sean, or not, uh, Sean of the Dead, um, Hot Fuzz, and then at World's End, World's End was about robots taking over a city while these buddies are gonna go drink and finish the Golden Mile. It's fucking brilliant. It's I, nerdy <laughs> concepts with well-known actors. Sometimes without well-known actors, and they can just go and be something amazing without being superheroes, but still just right there on the fringe of that kind of nerd culture that is going to attract those people. So what movie this year does that for you? <sighs> this year? I wouldn't say The Lighthouse so much that it is. That, that's just Robert Pattinson fucking a fish, but that's still weird and out there, and it's amazing. He wasn't the woman in Shape of Water? No, but the Shape <laughs> of Water also. So that he fucked a fish in that movie too? No, Robert Pattinson wasn't in that movie. <laughs> no, I'm talking about in the movie you're talking about. In the White House. In the theater, was he fucking a fish? Yeah. Yeah. You guys, no, he wasn't. <laughs> he just said he wasn't. In the White House. In Shape of Water, she fucked the mermaid. Yes, man. and in, in the White House, he fucks a fish. I didn't even know what that was about. They should have told me I would have watched that. They have gills. You, do you see the boys? In the gills? You just. I didn't see it. I'm just speculating, but. I mean, that's that's a whole <laughs> level of kink that I'm not ready for. In I the mean, gills? You know, yeah, the well, gills. we did not even touch on, like, the Amazon shows that... Uh, Bitmouth Bass. Oh, Amazon's doing some good stuff there, yeah, too. 
Uh, the I'm boys, for the boys. Good Omens. <laughs> good Omens, which if you guys haven't seen, I have not. seriously, dear God. Yeah, it's really good. Dear God. Go <laughs> watch hey, Good give Omens. Give praise to her. So, <laughs> so Robert Pattinson fucking a fish is what you're thankful for. It's weird. It's out there. It didn't have a chance to be a thing <laughs> ten years ago. Now, because of how out there we've gotten with the culture of these bigger <laughs> movies, we can have these types of stories. Uh, what was it? The uh, the Lobster, Tusk. Those were some weird, Yo, messed up movies that just, cool. just recently, when that first came out, people are like, no, don't like it. But it still set the groundwork for these weirder movies nowadays. I love that shit. Yes. I think it's amazing. Right. So in The Lobster, did somebody get turned into a lobster? Mm-hmm. Word. Oh shit! You didn't see the lobster? I didn't even know the lobster was a thing. Plus, Colin I'm allergic Farrell. to his brother. Plus, I'm allergic He's to lobster. He's at a hotel, but everyone gets turned into different animals yeah. to find their partner. So I'm just and stay away from anything. Yeah, we don't sell real lobster. That's why I could work there. I just don't have to digest that shit. But yeah. I'm gonna make a list for the podcast. I'll put it up on the page of all the weird movies in the last five years that I've loved. You Did you see Turbo Kid? Turbo Kid was amazing. I know. I asked Kid, if you saw it. Yeah. I, was in, I love that shit. It's so good. Because I bought the DVD, but then when I tried to play, it's like, oh, this is only available in Canada. You can't play it unless some American. It, it was available like, on Netflix, and that was also was. heavily influenced wow. by yeah. Kung Fury. Exactly. Kung Fury was it, weird enough to be its own thing there, exactly. too. Exactly. I think from the same producers <coughs> of um, Hobo with a Shotgun <coughs> and Rubber as well. Which is also a direct influence from Danger 5, which was an Australian show where that was parodying those old 70s and 60s action things where it was very Word. ridiculous. There's so much about this that is making way for more things, and that's what I'm thankful for. Yes. You Word. can you can make that list and put it up on the Patreon. Ah, <laughs> and if you go donate for the highest uh, amount, we could watch it together. At least one of those movies with a bodyguard, because I don't want you to kill me. <laughs> Word. <laughs> See, it's always nice having fresh brains in the mix. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <Please. Does> she... <laughs> okay. I don't understand. Like, Is the woman the past getting too much credit? <laughs> Okay, Boomer. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know, Fox is tr- was trying to um, trademark Okay, Boomer because they're trying to develop TV series or different shows based up, uh, upon the Okay, Boomer shit. Oh, no. So they tried. That is the most Boomer thing that I they know. could. Like, no, we got we got jump ahead of it. We got copyright this shit. But yeah, they tried to. It, it didn't go through. But yeah, of course it didn't. Of course it didn't. Oh, fuck, you didn't come up with it. Um. So movies. Right? See. That's, that's, I mean. Yeah. That's what we were supposed I mean, to be I, talking about. I guess I <laughs> this have guy. been thinking about it. Um, Please make it something I know. Please make it something I know. Well, see, the thing is, is that like, <laughs> I I am one of those people who I'm not gonna watch WandaVision. I'm not gonna watch Moon Knight. I'm sorry, I don't have time. Well, that's different. I have okay. to be so selective well, with what I'm allowed. If you would, to if binge. you had the time, you would. That's what you said. If oh yeah, okay, absolutely. that's all I want to know. Absolutely. Okay. If I had the time, I would, but I don't. That's just the god. Give them truth. Yeah. Yes, I don't have the time. She keeps so, it real. You know, I don't. I there are movies that have come out this year that I don't, or that I haven't gotten to see that I would that I'm dying to see. Okay, like um, what? I never got to see it part two. Um, <sighs> it was cool. I liked it. I liked there the first. I liked the chapter one better like. than the second one, but it was watchable. Yeah. I haven't I even seen. It. I have not even seen um, Spider Man Far From Home. <gasps> yeah, I've not seen. Spider-Man. What are you waiting for? I, I know. I, did you at least see Into the Spider-Verse? Yes. Okay, because yes. that is the best Spider-Man that, yeah. movie we ever got. So, so that being the case, um, I think what in movies, what I am most thankful for is that we have this nice little phenomenon that's happening 
where creators are able to cross cross medium. Okay. Mm. And so now, like for example, um, I don't know with the aforementioned Gerard Way coming from music and then right, into right. writing. I mean, he created Umbrella Academy, and then that obviously led to the the TV show on Netflix, which was just fantastic. Yeah. It was great. But Doom Patrol is the better version of that, though. FYI. Okay. It's I'm her turn. I know. I'm, I know. I'm just FYI to the He's ether. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that was a nerd moment. You got to push your, your glasses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually. Right. Actually. <laughs> I'm trying to tell people you need to watch Doom Patrol because if you like Umbrella Academy, Doom Patrol. Um, yeah. So I'm just, overall, I'm just, I'm just happy that we have creators who were, you know, making, writing books or, you know, making comics that are now stepping into the realm of making movies and, you know, vice versa, where mm-hmm. we've got movie movie moguls who are dipping their hands into uh, the comics medium. And, yeah. I mean, it's it, literally anything is possible. Any comic that comes out that catches on or, you know, that has a, a wide enough audience. Yeah. It's entirely possible that it yes. will become a movie or a TV show yes. in, in a matter of years. Netflix is signing checks. Well, and, and look at what it used to be in the early 2000s when these movies first came out. They wanted to make them big. We even had a Legion book, or Le- Legion movie, where it was the Angels versus Demons, but oh, it, was all very, was it was all very of the style of The Matrix or the early mm-hmm. Fantastic Four movies or Spider-Man yes. movies. And I know I dunk on them all the time, but they they were doing something which set the groundwork for what we have now. Without that, we wouldn't be able to appreciate it. And in that, I will say TJ is right for for appreciating a world where these exist. Yeah, imagine mm. a world where they didn't exist. I don't want to. I would lived it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we did too. <laughs> no, but but he's an immortal. He remembers all the time I mean, before this. Oh, have you killed your best friend yet? That's did, also an immortal. Did you did you watch the no? No, well, I mean, there can only be one. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I am a Highlander. Oh, no, I watch Highlander. Highlander. He's not a Highlander, he's a High Waster. Just the pants. Just the pants. Nice. nice. All right. That's, no, that's no, not no. fair, but it's fine. Yeah. Okay. It was an attempt. Um, okay, that's, that's good. All right. Is it my turn? Here's a meme I'll be. We're talking about things that people might know. All right, here we go. If it's Hogan's Heroes. I'm thankful for Hogan's Heroes this year. Oh, Hogan? Huh? No. Yeah, no. No, not at all. So, um, so, don't give a rat's ass what you guys think about this next statement, but I am glad that we're going to finish the Skywalker saga. I'm happy. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, and but you don't care that we're excited. No, I don't. No, uh, no. but the point, the point is, I'm glad that the saga is, is going to end. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what they tell us. It's, you know, not, well, I think the saga is, is going to end. Now, Star Wars movies will go on forever and ever, so there's, there's a question about that. Um, but I... I love the fact that Star Wars came out in 1977, two years, 200 years after I was born. Um, <laughs> uh, Savage. But uh, it came out two years after I was born, and then it's going to finish here uh, about 20 minutes uh, before I die. Um, <laughs> No, but, <laughs> I told you we're so close to being able to take him down. Who put your name in a death note? Oh, it, it, yeah. it's, he, I know he's that the, reference now. He's the character from the, the song Christmas Shoes. Eventually, when he gets the Christmas shoes back, he turns to Ash. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about, Christmas Daniel. Shoes. All right, you know the song. No, right? I know the little kid whose mom is dead, probably, I, I, and he's nope. got to give her the shoes. Nope. So when she meets mm-hmm. Jesus, she with the bell. Goes, ding ding, my mommy's dead. Ding nope. ding, I've nope. got these Christmas shoes. Daniel, nobody knows you're talking about. It's a Mexican thing. Right? So Thank you. Like it to has buy to be. These shoes. No. For my mama, please. No. 
It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just the no. size. And I can totally hear Mariah Carey singing that. That's incredible. Can you hurry, sir? <laughs> Daddy says there's not much time. You know why? Because she's been sick for quite a while. And I well, the know shoes these shoes will make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful when mama meets Jesus tonight. That's a real song and it's depressing as fuck. Just sounds stupid depressing. Take it away, Kels. <laughs> That's the stupidest Christmas oh. song I've ever heard. <laughs> there you go. And I'm talking about like grandma got ran over by a reindeer type shit. Oh no! Like, if you if you no. go to K Light and um like this, what the fuck is K Light? It's a radio station, 106.3. Delilah comes on and she tells you oh, how to fix the, your problems. Oh, that's Delilah's network. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Get on there. Tell that. her you're sad and you miss your mom and you want to hear a good Christmas song. And, and I guarantee you, she's okay. yeah. Say your mom's the barefoot. My mom contessa. was an amputee. She didn't have feet in the first place. So that's no, I'm just saying if you me. want her to play this song, tell her those things. No. Say my mom's gonna meet Jesus tonight and I need her to look no, beautiful. Can you help? Meet Jesus, he came with the chocolates. Hell no. Hell no. That's racist. That's not. That's true. So, Star Wars. Um, the Ewok toy. Wait, so, the Ewok Christmas is better than that, so I don't know what that's That's just the Star Wars Christmas special. The Ewok special was something else entirely. Word. It did. Okay, you you guys realize you're upsetting like at least half our base just All by talking about <laughs> just by talking about Christmas music before Thanksgiving. You're not supposed to do that. Oh shit! I like to live on the edge. To and be fair, who wants to fight me can <laughs> fucking do that. To be fair, <laughs> the, this episode will come out on Thanksgiving, zone. so we're we're cutting the, the yeah, splitting the hair right, right there. there. I blame <laughs> Daniel once again. Daniel, he was my friend. Daniel, gonna talk about some shoes for like, a mom that's dying. It's like Elton John's right here. <laughs> so Star Wars. Yeah. Anyway, so Star Wars. Um, no, I, I really, I really dig that it, it, it uh, spans my life. All right, get all done. Get done. No, no, right. no, 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 but I, I love that it, it spans my lifetime, and I can share the Star Wars saga with my children. And I've just started recently reading the the Star Wars. They call it the extended universe now. The Legends. Um, and so uh, not all of it, you know, applies. A lot of it is, you know, fairly creative. But for, for the most part, they don't take a huge stab away from what would fit into the, the no. Star Wars canon now. So these um, are real books, not picture books, right? That's right, yes. Yeah, oh, novels, not graphic novels? Yeah. Right? Like what, Timothy's what on, the, that kind of stuff. One hot. of my favorite ones is uh, Tales from Jabba's Palace. Have you read yeah. that one? Um, no, not yet. But, That's uh, a I mean, but there's a bunch of them. Yeah, of it's pretty cool. And so, no, I'm, I'm dipping back into the, uh, the Old Republic, but... Uh, just to see where it all starts, honestly, because of the, the Force Awakens when I'm, we're watching Jedha get destroyed, we see all the statues laying down on the ground. So, anyway, love it. That's what I'm thankful for. Yeah, that's Star Wars for, saga. The yeah, Skywalker that's, saga. That's what it sucks for Star Wars fans that grew up reading all like all the novels and books. Yeah, yeah. Just for Disney to come up and like, nope. <laughs> All that shit don't count no more. You know why? Because we got comic books in well, here. Here, read these. This is only canon lore now. And they can't be bound by other people's writing. That's way too legally complicated. Yeah, absolutely. But, and then you watch what they're doing. It's all like, it's pretty, pretty well good. aligned with, you know, with the universe. Yeah. It's pretty good. And as um, far as movies um, go this year, the most thing, um, the movie that I'm most thankful for, for giving me one of my favorite characters, uh, Growth. That I didn't think I ever needed in my life. But that's going to be um, Thick Thor from Endgame. It's bro Thor, but yeah. It's Thick Thor. Because Thor came not with the six-pack this time. He came with the whole keg. <laughs> because he killed Thanos. Which he should have did in the first place. But he didn't. He should have went for the head. That's how I love when it started off. 
He cuts the head off. He don't give him time to finish his little soliloquy or whatever. Soliloquy. Yes, soliloquy. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've been been drinking. (laughs) I've been drinking watermelon. <laughs> it's a Beyonce song. I know you don't know about anything about Christmas Beyonce. Christmas shoe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You've been drinking watermelon from a Christmas shoe. Is, <laughs> this is some old Greg level bullshit. <laughs> from old it's a sequel. I mean, it's a New York remix. You probably exactly. wouldn't know that. Exactly, man. You got to get in the streets, bro. But uh. Anytime, but no, uh, anytime they gang up like this, I just imagine how it is when they hang out on the weekends. And they're both. So we there gang up because we're all Irish white, and you know I'm a Negro, so we got to be white. Wait, and shit. no. <laughs> and just call me Irish. Way, okay. Yeah, I was, was going to say, are you Irish? No, or I just, <laughs> my father for assuming your whiteness. I did that ancestry DNA shit. Too. I'm not Irish, not even close. I, I'm deep south, Kels. I'm deep south, buddy. <laughs> we all are. Yeah. <laughs> deep. <laughs> His family's crest is two guys in overalls holding beef jerky across some uh, oh, ain't jerky. flannel. That's Negro arms. Because it's dark. Yeah. The beef jerky is made out of alligator. Yes. <laughs> Gator tastes like chicken. That's right. And it's a delicious animal. That means the dinosaurs had to taste like chicken, too. So Fred Flintstone had it right when he had that big slab of ribs. Oh, yeah. Ribs don't taste like chicken. <laughs> Gators do. taste like chicken. Gators are little dinosaurs, so therefore... Dinosaurs turned into birds, and they were the like... birds taste egg, like chicken. Boom. The egg came first. Right there. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson, we need you on the podcast. <laughs> no, we don't. Keep that man away from no, me. No, we will get him on the podcast. Keep Neil deGrasse Tyson away from I'll me. I'll keep all, the, all bite, the other brothers. I will bite his fucking ear off. <laughs> That's not that Tyson, though. Nah, yeah. yeah. You <laughs> should run and hide, I think. Yeah. No, 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 no. Neil deGrasse Tyson no, is someone I did look up to and now don't anymore. Why? There was someone talking about the deaths of a bunch of people. And he yes. goes, well, statistically, the universe doesn't even matter because people die all the time. And well, like, he oh, wasn't little wrong. Tone deaf, little tone deaf. Yeah, maybe, he wasn't wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe be a little more you know, concerned. And he goes, I'm sorry that people are you know, not able to understand what I mean. And I'm like, oh, you're a robot. Oh, he's we a robot. We all are. No, no, we, we, all, all, are. we all aren't We're robots. We're no, yes, Kelsey. Robots can have souls too. No, you didn't, see, you didn't see Bicentennial Man with Robin Williams. Oh, I, that's did he actually my favorite man? movie on the planet. Bicentennial did he, Man. Did he not? I did not hang around long enough. You seen the new Terminator? The new Terminators that got souls and skins and shit. So let's end this episode. <laughs> I still got to talk about yeah, Endgame. Hold on. Last. Week. So we get Thor his whole journey. Yes. From being worthy to unworthy. His whole transformation, the fact that he using a stormbreaker to open up beer beer bottles and, and shit. And where where was he found? Where was he all getting fat and um, hanging out? New with Asgard, it? which was somewhere off the coast of Ireland or no, Scotland. Not Ireland, Ireland. Not everything is Ireland. It wasn't my hometown, Kels. Boston. <laughs> nope. It could anyway, just as uh, easily have been like New Zealand. Exactly. exactly. But it is the location where they found the Tesseract. Yep. Oh, and where's that? He went back home. Hell, if I know, some Nordic town. Oh, I, I thought know. you. Jeez. But not Ireland. Not Ireland. Ireland. Scotland. That's not... <laughs> yeah. They're the same. Iceland. Of those are, okay, you're getting closer. Greenland? Man, watch Braveheart. <laughs> I did watch Braveheart. Okay. I don't want to see all that white ass. <laughs> I want to see all the white ass in certain websites I go to. If anybody, if anybody wants to, to write in and comment on it in order to correct Kelsey's... And most of that ass was blue, too, by the way. <laughs> you're yeah. more than welcome And there's too. a website for that shit, too. It's like Smurfs, Smurfs Rule yeah. 34. Yeah, Smurf, there's a Smurf video store in Phoenix uh, so Marine. So hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I, I still got to get connection, I, Daniel. Hold on. I am on. baffled. I, am, I still need to get to the end I am game. baffled that, that. I love you 3000. Wait, wait, TJ, you don't know half the shit we said, but you know that there is a Smurfs Rule 34? No. Well, no. there's a Rule 34 for everything. No, 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 no. But you, you're, 
<laughs> you know what I'm talking I'm about. that you didn't know every, like, half the shit I was saying throughout the podcast, but he mentions a website for naked smurfs, and you go, oh, yeah, I know which one that is. That's not a bookmark. What are you talking about? You got to be into your, your smurfing shit. That's right. How else are you, uh, you going to understand your audience? Huh? Every smurf is a day. You thinking the Smurfette doesn't have a Pornhub site? See, I wasn't even trying to say all that, but if we're going to get specific, yo, you need to check out I Smurf the Sheriff, but I did not Smurf the Deputy. <laughs> That's a joke, by the way, but no. Right, it's probably there. Yeah, yeah. You need to check that shit out. For real. But um, Endgame, so it wraps up like 10 years of the MCU like storylines, but at the same time, opening up the door for all the Disney Plus shows that we're about to get in the future. It, I love you, 3000. It, it, it makes me it. tear up inside every time I just think about that line. It ended it without ending it. Exactly. It's incredible. Like, DM, dot, dot, dot. That's Ooh. right. Cap's worthiness. We've been waiting for him to pick up that hammer since he barely moved it in Age of Ultron. They made Age of Ultron relevant. They made Thor the Dark World relevant. And then we finally get to hear Cap say Avengers Assemble. Hell yeah. And that moment when the gates open up still gives me goosebumps right now. No R.L. Stein. On your left. Because you can see it on the left. On your left. And it goes back to Winter Soldier's arguably to me is the best Marvel MCU movie. And just all that shit paid off except for the Hulk. But I'm not going to get into all that shit. Uh. But the movie was great. It's amazing. It made all the money. Brie Larson should not be um, nominated for an Oscar. I don't know what Disney was fucking thinking. She had two lines in the movie. Robert Downey Jr., yes. All right. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That's kind of a lot there, yeah. Yeah. You can can dissect that. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to wait till the holidays are over. Cheeseburgers. I'm going to wait to get past my my birthday, and then I'll take a minute to listen to this episode and dissect everything that I just heard. The latest theory online is that that, uh, Morgan... Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s daughter yeah. was a was a, a construct, was a, a, a robot, an android. Oh, and then no. I Love You 3000 is the ILU 3000. It's no. Oh, Pepper could get popped. Like, yo, her shit was working. But she never interacts with Morgan. She does. No. She's holding her and stroking her hair when she's like, your daddy loved you. Yeah. At the, yeah, at the very end. And then she he even says, oh, you know, she said, I love you 3000. And she goes, wow. Uh, like, that's so nice, Danny. <laughs> Not um, my theory. I don't think so. We're, we're, we're just going to wrap up this oh, episode. Oh, now we're just going to wrap it up. Oh, okay. Now that we're getting good. Don't yeah, we're now we get okay. into the we're meat. Done. The fact okay. that it takes you guys an hour to get good. Whoa. <laughs> that's, how it, that's how long it takes to get through a couple Whoa. beers here. Gonna... You guys. Yeah, we been, it, we've been hey, killing it. Sheena and I have been out of hey, batting a thousand. What do you mean by Drag us down Sheena with you? No, that. I'm lifting her up because you, you both are not now that you're getting good. I'm just I'm a, just because we're the grumpier old man here. I'm, a, I'm offended you. that I'm offended that you think that, that you can just make assumptions about Kelsey and my people. Exactly. <laughs> you mean the Irish? Yes, the, he's black the Irish. Irish. Black Irish. <laughs> the, old, the oldest living um, person skeleton fossils were found in Ireland was a black dude that they named Cheddar. That shit's factual. <laughs> That's true. That is true, see? That's true. That's gospel. He know his blood But here's the thing. I know my blood If it's the oldest bones that they found before any of the Irish people, you know that means they killed him, right? Well, no, the, he just died. The, the bigger, <laughs> oh, the yeah, bigger question really is, the bigger question is, is once they went black, how did they go back to white? Woo-wee! That's the question. All right. That's the question. So, probably the milk. So, <laughs> potatoes, probably. Can I just say yeah. that? Um, Please. I kind of. No, but sorry, you could Google Fat Dad if you don't believe it. Like, Cheddar Man. You didn't hear about Cheddar Man? Cheddar Man. Two, two years back? Because he get that so, Cheddar Man? Cheddar <laughs> Man. <laughs> Pins, they are flying. I, I, I really love how, uh, for the most part, TJ is sort of like 
brave but non-committal. I'm gonna get a bumper sticker. Like he's he has no specifics other than I I like this basic concept and this basic idea. Where things sometimes you gotta be a basic bitch. <laughs> we gotta start talking about everyone's underwear and shit. <laughs> Just a basic concept. You know what? I like Star Wars. We're done. Great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank everyone for listening tonight. <laughs> uh, let's go around for the for this Thanksgiving episode before I uh, oh, this is the fucking up. flip the table in my heart you and ain't in my head. Flip not a thing. <laughs> You ain't flipping shit. You know, shit. you can't prove that I'm not black, by the way. Because, because exactly. He can have vitiligo. Because all the, pictures, all the pictures on our, our the social media this week, last week, didn't show me. The same. You're I, not very photogenic. No. Oh, shit. No, That's honesty. Not. I can take honest. I'm just honest. kidding. I, That's cool. I, don't, I don't remember. So. so. I Plus, you say you don't want to be seen or found. You guys remember that whole thing about us stepping on each other instead of just passing the ball? It's too late We're trying now. to get to this shit. We're trying to wrap this shit up. God damn it. I got it. anything else important to do tonight. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't know. I got... Oh, well, it's the first time for everything. Because for the first time in forever... I had Christmas shoes. <laughs> I had Christmas shoes. Feliz Navi Zapados. <laughs> Mom is trying to get Jesus to swipe right on her. That's for crazy. real, yo. <laughs> <laughs> trying to kiss Santa Claus. So Boy, that mistletoe for sure. <laughs> I'm interested in hearing about this more about this song, Daniel. Um, For real. After this, you don't have to play us like the actual version. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if your entire heritage isn't offended by this point, there so. is no structure to the end of this fucking episode. <laughs> That's what I'm thankful for. Boom. What about you, TJ? What are you thankful for? You know what? Oh, I got you, more. No, no, you're done. <laughs> I'm I'm amazingly thankful for this group and this podcast. Ah oh, shit! I knew I should have said that. Yeah. I was gonna say no. That for, for real, this is, y'all are, are are folks that I value very much. You're extremely different than everybody else I run with, and and, and I I just I love the interaction. I love all the that extra, um, and I'm just glad to be a part of it. It's good you love it and you're not annoyed by it. Tashina, what are you what are you what are you thankful for this year? You can thank Gia. <laughs> Um, I am thankful for the health of my boys. There you go. Oh, I'm just thankful for our health. Yay! <laughs> you guys too. You we guys are the too. boys. Actually, I'm the milk. You know what? I will. I will completely and totally expand it. Right now, I don't have anybody who I know who I really care about. Who I mean, everybody around me is in good health. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, know. considering the plague that's going on and how old nation. TJ is. That's right. Word. I could die. And Daniel's any eating habits. Well, I mean. Fuck you! <laughs> that fried mic and cheese bites, baby. I don't. I don't normally get this personal, but TJ is only, if I'm doing the math correctly, one year older than my husband. So, I. I'm not her husband. You're not my. How husband. Whoa! Wait, how, wait, wait, how, how old? He said 77. Star Wars mm-hmm. came out in 77. Two years. You were two years old at that point. I'm 44. My husband was born in 76. So. Oh, he looks good for his age. Doesn't he? Yeah. He yeah. yeah. I was going to say, because you, too, right, like you look about right. Yeah, yeah. you look about 47. <laughs> like. That's excellent. No, you're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, how What's is, this ethnicity? Ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, his mom is Italian and his dad is Norwegian. 
Ah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> it makes him whiter than me. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Yeah, that's... the privilege allows him not to deal with a lot of stress, so he doesn't age. And plus, he be in the military too. Like, yo. Oh no, are you crying? <laughs> Every time a white man cries, a young person of color gets a Christmas present <laughs> and gets snatched away. Yep. What you gonna do with that book, Jamal? Learn. I, I I'm thankful this year for uh, for you guys for sure. Um, uh, this podcast is is really great, um, even though I hate you both. And <laughs> fair enough. Hey, hates make me great, baby. <laughs> no, I'm thankful for you guys. You guys are great. I am thankful for my, my family and my roommates and my girlfriend, who I have somehow conned into being with me. Mm. That's a um, ship right there. I don't want to say anything but you decept the cons, but you have transformed into a better human being. I could say that. You That's good. You're the most improved player. Yes, you are. Good job. MVP. MVP. I hate both of you so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> Just one week, don't dunk on me, please. I'm getting to the point. Dunking. I'm getting to the point where I'm That's like, like finger roll. I'm, I'm, I'm getting back to suicidal so fast. Every fucking week I do this. <laughs> You're a wonderful person, Daniel. Uh, yeah, you thanks. Yeah, you do. after I said I was going to kill myself, yeah. that's what the, I just, thank you. No, thank you. Well, yeah, with all the macaroni and cheese bites you be eating, like yeah. fuck you. <laughs> do you want some? No, bro. For all those listeners that didn't tune out 20 minutes ago, we're still here. <laughs> we're going to wrap and this episode up, I think, eventually. I'm thankful for all you guys, all the escapees out here that make this thing possible. We do it for you. We do it for us. We do it for the world. We do it for the verse, the universe. Yeah, um, I'm health, um, happy to be alive. I'm thankful that I have this opportunity. I have a new job here. Um, no one at the job is thankful for that. <laughs> okay, it's cool. That. It's fine. Like <laughs> I gotta do yourself. See, Aww. but yes, I'm thankful for a lot of things. And you know yeah. what? Actually, I'm sorry, Kelsey, no, no, but I have ahead, to com- comment ahead, on that because just the other day you were like, "Yes, I don't have to stay anymore because I'm not the new guy," or "I don't have to scurry up the stairs to yeah. get the, the chairs because I'm not the new guy." And then I worked with the new guy. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Hey, how long is it until I start working here? You're leaving, right? Yeah. Aren't you going to like California or Denver? <laughs> do you know where Denver's located? <laughs> not here. Right here. Just over there. <laughs> Maybe. There again, there's no you know, special end of this. This <laughs> yeah, is so I just start working here so I can't get you into the edit later. <laughs> like I can't like, get you into the so group yet. Stupid. But if you stick around long enough, I can see what I can do. Pull some strings. You can you know? be my hookup. Yeah, I can be your hookup. I, I can be that. your reference. I'm like, there's I mean, this, been working here ten minutes, but that's good. There's there's okay. this young gentleman. He's in the comments. He's dependable and reliable. His name is T J. So you've already lied. <laughs> this young man. Tommy. There you go. Pinball wizard. Right I'm about to say the Green Ranger, but I won't give you all that drip, though. Uh, <laughs> so this is going to suck to edit. I want you all to know, this might not even be good at the end. This might just be bullshit. No, it's going to be great at the no, end. No, you don't know how to you don't edit it. You don't know all the shit you guys have been doing. I'm a wishful thinker, because Gaia has blessed me with her infinite wisdom, sprouting me from a seed from her bounty of her earth. I am thankful that Daniel's willing to edit these episodes. <laughs> exactly. All by himself. Exactly. She loves you, man. I hate all of you. <laughs> I hate this show. I, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. I'm going to move back to Texas, and I'm going to do a different podcast here by myself. <laughs> I'm just saying. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Escaping Podcast. And whatever um, streaming site you listen to us right now, make sure you tell all your friends, your families, your amigos, your padres. Yep. Uh, we are on Patreon now. 
So make sure you go ahead and check us out there if you think we deserve any money for the work we do here. We've also got some bonus content up there, including our Mandalorian series. Indeed. Uh, check it out. Um, today we're going to leave you with And To Her I Will Sing My Songs at Home by Dear Rabbit. They are mm. a local band, and they've got a show coming up Sunday, December 14th at the Underground. Make sure you check them out. They're pretty good. Remember, there can only be one chum bucket. And once you're done stuffing your face with a lot of turkey, ham, greens, tomato, yams, and all that good shit, you always could be an escapee and escape with us on Escaping Podcast. Stay on Kenny, y'all. Mother, she was one of eight or nine. I get lost at seven all the time. A former English teacher, sometimes she still writes poems. And to her, I will sing my songs at home. Father was his parents' only son. Quiet